are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janon, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, Yo, what is happening, everybody? As always, I'm just so happy to be here today with y'all. I hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. Goodness. Okay, so I literally, I wish you can actually see my facial expression right now. Um, I, I cannot contain myself right now. You're asking why? Well, uh, if you have been catching up with some of the recent uh, occurrences in the world of combat sports, you probably know why. So, number one, so much has gone down this past weekend with regards to mixed martial arts. Of course, I'm talking about UFC 261. How could you not talk about UFC 261? And I know it's been, it's already been a few days since the fights have happened. But you guys, I got some juicy insight on, you know, everything that happened and everything that happened in my life that kind of like related to um, everything UFC 261 related. OK, and, and you're like, OK, what is she talking about? But yes, uh, just stay tuned. Um, keep listening. Yeah, I have a lot of interesting content coming your way. You will not be disappointed. You shall be entertained. So actually, disclaimer if you want to uh, just grab a snack or something, like grab your popcorn, whatever you want, just sit down, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of this episode because you already know it is going to be a fantastic, uh, you know, just I, I just have so much to talk about. Anyway, um, so we have that coming up, you know, just reminiscing about every single thing that happened on this UFC 261 fight card in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and as a side note, for the first time since the start of the pandemic, this was the first event that the UFC was holding that actually held a full crowd in the arena in the Vice Star Memorial Arena in Jacksonville. And this was, of course, unprecedented. Um, but the event was a huge success and uh, we have so much more coming your way with regards to that so that already happened this past weekend and this upcoming weekend and the weekend uh following that so in two weeks we also have phenomenal fights coming our way we have a lot of good boxing actually coming our way so okay first of all i just have to say i i do want to get these like fight announcements kind of like out of the way because we have so much to talk about when it comes to ufc 261 but let me just emphasize that uh, in two weeks, we are going to be, well, of course, uh, it is going to be the Cinco de Mayo weekend. Uh, no, we're not going to be having May 5th exactly fall uh, over the weekend in two weeks, but we are going to be having phenomenal boxing fights happening on the Cinco de Mayo weekend. And uh, who would be better? Who would be a better candidate 
to celebrate Cinco de Mayo when it comes to boxing. Someone better. Who do you know anybody? Uh, who anybody who's better than Saul Canelo Alvarez, who is going to be fighting on the Cinco de Mayo weekend against Billy Joe Saunders, who's such a tough contender and uh, title challenger for Canelo. But you know what? I'm not going to be breaking down this fight for you on this episode i'm just gonna leave that up to next week's episode when it is actually fight week but because of um, how uh, important this fight is in the world of boxing in case you wanted to mark it down in your calendar please definitely just pick up a pen and do so in your agenda in your calendar because you already know that fight is also going to be one of those fights that you just have to sit down pin to your couch uh, watching the fight, uh, not even like taking a break or anything because you already know it's going to be an amazing display of skill set, talent, and uh, stamina, honestly. Because we all know that every single fight, with every single fight, Canelo Alvarez keeps getting better and better and better. And uh, Billy Joe Saunders as well, he is no um, uh, opponent to be underestimated at all. So and he he has been fighting for so long. Um, however, because there is just so much competition in the weight divisions that these guys usually fight at. So we're talking about the middleweight division, you know, just just uh, within that realm of um, uh, like weight divisions and boxing. It's a pretty uh, competitive world and so i feel like because of that bill joe saunders even though he's just such a phenomenal boxer but unfortunately the shadow of other um phenomenal athletes has been cast over him and people like him so for whatever reason which i don't understand uh he tends to be underestimated in the world of boxing in the particular weight division that he usually fights at but uh, on, on uh, I was going to say Saturday night, but like in two Saturdays, we shall see for ourselves how uh, Billy, Jones, Billy Joe Saunders is actually going to perform against the best that is currently out there, who is Canelo Alvarez. And because of that, once again, uh, mark it down your calendars. In two weeks, the Cinco de Mayo weekend, we're going to be having a fantastic bout between Canelo and Billy Joe Saunders. So that is coming up for boxing. Uh, the other thing that I want to quickly just touch on is the light heavyweight Grand Prix that Bellator and MMA is happen is having for their organization. So we're going to be having a awesome bouts between two former UFC fighters who have now um, uh, moved on with uh, Bellator. We're talking about Anthony Rumble Johnson, who used to fight at the light heavyweight division in UFC, fighting off against the former meta UFC metalweight contender in the UFC. What did I say? I just said UFC two times in one sentence. But listen, man, the reason why I kind of like my, my mind is just uh, all over the place right now is because... Anthony Rumble Johnson is facing an opponent that nobody um, even expected and an opponent who is actually such a big challenge for him because uh, in this case, of course, we're talking about Yoel Romero, who was such a fantastic contender in the UFC while he was fighting at the middleweight division. And prior to, to that, he has had such an extensive um, background in uh, wrestling 
like world-class level wrestling we're talking about him fighting or uh, rather wrestling and the olympic team for his home country of cuba that's just how good of a fighter uh, well first of all uh, how good of a wrestler he's been and then making that transition over to the world of mixed martial arts and uh, just dominating opponents left and right and here he is now fighting in a brand new weight division of uh, light heavyweight against a a very tough contender being Anthony Rumble Johnson. But regardless, I'm so excited for that fight as well. Uh, and that, that fight as well is coming up in two weeks. So I just wanted to put it out there um, in case y'all wanted to just like make a note for yourself for those particular breakdowns that we're going to be having for our next week uh, episode. So yeah, I'm just going to... Now that 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 is actually out of the way, let's talk about some of the things that we have coming up for this weekend. Again, unfortunately, uh, you know what? I'm just going to briefly give you a a minor breakdown, I guess. And then we're going to be talking about UFC 261, okay? Because we have a lot of important stuff coming up. So this upcoming weekend for the UFC, we're going to be having uh, a very uh, interesting light heavyweight bout between the former title challenger, um, in this weight division being uh, Dominic Reyes, who is going to be fighting off against the number five contender in the division, Jerry Prochaska. Um, and uh, Jerry is, is relatively new to the UFC, but this is his opportunity. This is a shot against the, a guy who was just the, so close, so, so close to getting the light heavyweight title for himself when he was fighting um the 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 champion at the time john jones and uh dominic reyes is definitely no one to underestimate at this particular moment so for this reason this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for uh prochaska uh who i believe uh the winner of this fight will potentially get a title shot next against the current light heavyweight champion at the ufc jan blokovic so very interesting fight make sure you catch up with it but also um we have a lot of back and forth between MMA and boxing in the, in the in the upcoming week, as well as some of the subsequent weeks that we have coming up. So uh, the boxing, the big boxing bout that is actually coming up this weekend on May 1st, it is going to be a, a heavyweight bout that we talked about previously. So Andy Ruiz Jr., the former heavyweight boxing champion, is going to be facing off against Chris Ariola and this fight is going to be very interesting um especially because Andy Ruiz Jr um he's he has gone through major uh physical transformations with regards to working on his physique uh losing so much weight and just getting better and better inside the ring uh especially after his loss against uh the the current WBA WBO I, uh, IBF and IBO champion of the world Anthony Joshua so this will be the quote unquote comeback fight for Andy Ruiz Jr but again Chris Ariola there's a reason why they matched up Andy Ruiz against Chris because Chris is no one to underestimate either and I hope you can actually take away this this whole like recurrent theme from this week's episode and that is that yes we have awesome fighters and boxers fighting 
But uh, it, these are actually going to be really good fights because both guys, both opponents are just high level and uh, it will be the biggest mistake for either fighter to underestimate his opponent. So because of all the things that I just said, make sure if you can actually just pull up two screens, watch MMA on one screen and boxing on the other screen because this fight between Chris Ariola and Andrew Ruiz Jr. is also one that, it, that we have been talking about for many weeks and it is finally upon us it's going to be very exciting to watch so make sure that you watch it all right so okay i'm so excited um uh i i, I have so much to talk about uh, about my time my personal time um uh, uh you know just just uh, anticipating ufc 261 and i i hate to keep it vague so i'm just gonna jump and dive right into it so Last week, you guys, uh, you, okay, first of all, shameless plug, go on Instagram right now, type in TKO underscore podcast, that is our official Instagram page, okay, so every single week after we post our episode, uh, after we publish, uh, or yeah, publish our episode online on Spotify and iTunes and CFRU.ca, uh, your girl right here does uh, a Instagram post. So I post a picture of, uh, you know, like the biggest idea that we talk about on that particular episode and uh, tag the relevant people and all that. So this past weekend, because uh, we had, of course, we had UFC 261 coming up. I posted a picture of Jorge Mospital versus uh, Kamaru Usman because they're the headliners of the of the uh, fight card. Obviously, I was so pumped for this fight. I was so hyped. Um, if you want evidence for that, please go back to our previous episode. Listen to how hyped your girl was. I believe I told you guys I was so hyped that I was ready to do push-ups like right away on the on the floor. You know, I was just all over the place, but I was so hyped for that fight, right? So I do that and I share this post on Instagram. I tag my man Jorge Gamebred Mospital in that post. And uh, I said something along the lines of, you know, tune into the episode, yo, 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 TKO Nation. And I said, listen to me, fangirl over Gamebred Mospital. And you guys my dreams finally came true and um this this was the biggest thing that that happened to me uh this past week and still to this day it brightens my heart so Jorge Mospital actually reposted our story and your girl was just out there like so many Mospital fans reached out to me and I appreciate every single one of you and um it was fantastic and oh okay I'm, I'm trying my best not to like you know like contain myself but you know just even reminiscing about that that whole thing like it, it brings the same amount of excitement to me so Jorge Mospital shared uh my post uh from TKO and uh I I wish him good luck uh in his DMs and he actually liked the message and so I don't know if Jorge will listen to this current episode, but Jorge, listen, um, there's just something so special about you and you're such a phenomenal fighter inside and outside the cage. And I hope you actually, I hope you, 
understand that because I, I especially after what happened this past um saturday i really hope i really wish that you're not disappointed in yourself so spoiler alert uh, I have to put it out there because I'm already talking about this right now. Um, Masvidal was knocked out by Kamaru Usman. And I'm going to be talking about that in more detail in a few minutes. But um, I just want to put this in brackets right here. So Jorge Masvidal is probably one of the most caring and most genuine fighters out there right now. And there's a reason why people love him so so much and um i've uh i i've been trying my best y'all to to keep it on as as unbiased as possible on the show specifically when i'm breaking down fights for y'all but i mean we're we're all human uh we have our preferences and jorge masvidal uh, as i've said it many times on this show he is my all-time favorite fighter Period. And uh, it's not it's not a matter of me just deciding on this because of Mosfidel's recent fame, recent recent, you know, rise to success. No, I've I've been saying if you if you go back a, a, a couple years back, if you go back till like, I don't know, our early episodes in like 2017, you will come across me saying that Jorge Masvidal is one of my all time favorites and that has not changed over the years. And that is something that I take a lot of pride in. And so the fact that Masvidal, um, you know, I'm, I know for a fact that I'm, I'm not the only person that he does this for. I'm not the only fan that he, um, you know, gets back to and reads the messages from and, and all that stuff. The fact that he does this for all of his fans tells you something, tells you about his character, his personality, the fact that he's not just a badass fighter, but also a very genuine person. And that's that's an amazing thing. So Jorge Masvidal, um, we love you, man. And um, uh, I know things didn't go your way on Saturday nights, but I know for a fact as your fan, as one of your many fans, I know for a fact that you will be back because of the amazing attitude that you have towards the world. Um, and I know it stings like every single loss. Of course, it's not desirable, but um, I admire, I applaud your attitude. I applaud your energy even after your your um, defeat you're so humble in defeat and you're just such an amazing per person man so shout out to you jorge and um to all the all the game bread gang out there honestly like i said i've been uh um I, I was reached out uh by so many hospital fans and it's been an amazing journey because personally i thought i was the biggest hospital fan myself but turns out there were so many <laughs> So many other diehard Masvidal fans out there as well. But regardless, it's been an amazing journey so far. And um, it's been great. I can just say it like that. I, I Yeah, the more I talk about it, the more I struggle to find perfect words to describe my feeling and all that so i'm just gonna leave it there so you guys um yeah so i guess i'm kind of like going in reverse like i was like yeah before the fights uh th this is everything that went down and then i told you what happened for the main event of the evening for ufc 261 so yeah why not continue with that thought so jorge masvidal unfortunately was knocked out by 
uh, Kamaru Usman, which which was very surprising to so many of us because if anything, we would ex- we were expecting Jorge Masvidal as the dominant boxer in this case to come out and potentially knock out Kamaru Usman, and we were expecting for everything from Usman, everything wrestling wise from Usman, which was attempted. In the beginning of the fight, however, it wasn't pursued that much because uh, one thing that I feel like we all kind of underestimated and forgot, were a little bit oblivious to as well, was the fact that, yes, Kamara Usman comes from a very strong wrestling background, but throughout all the years that he's been fighting MMA, of course, like you have to perfect your striking as well. And I feel like with every single fight, Kamaru has been able to perfect that through and through and through. And he it it seems like he's only getting better and better and better. And this fight was definitely no exception because he comes out here, knocks out the boxer in the most fantastic fashion uh with the with the one two with the big right hand and uh it was a vicious knockout to the extent that Jorge Masvidal himself later came out and applauded Kamar Usman for how artistic this knockout was how accurate and perfect and just on point this this uh, KO was and again on in brackets side note that just tells you how awesome of a person Jorge Masvidal is because he he even said like I will pay, I will pay credit when credit is due and he's here he is paying credit to the person who knocked him out for the first time in his professional career oh man Jorge is just something else that's what we all love him but shout out to Kamaru Usman for this phenomenal performance on Saturday night yes I was a little bit saddened by Jorge's loss but again like uh, Masvidal said himself you have to pay credit when credit is due and we shall pay credit and pay our respects to Kamar Usman because he's the man at, at the moment in the welterweight division and he was indeed um uh you know he was appreciated for that fact because he has been deemed the number one pound for pound uh fighter in the UFC right now. And that is a huge thing because prior to this, there were so many other fighters, so many dominant fighters who claimed the spot. But now Kamaru with his fantastic striking skill on top of his just out of this world wrestling, um, he has claimed this number one spot. Ooh, uh, it's been a wild ride, y'all. And also, so that reminds me, so shout out to my homie Yusuf from Morocco, who we uh, we were actually talking and um, we made a bet. And uh, I promised to give Yusuf a shout out on TKO, given that Kamar Usman was going to win that fight. And he won. So here you go, Yusuf. Um, and uh, yeah, you were right. Um, Kamaru put on a fantastic performance. And um, he deserves to be talked about and celebrated 100%. All right. So there's that. That was our main event of the evening. And just when you thought things couldn't get, you know, more controversial or like interesting. Listen, every single fight that was listed on this fight card was just next level so now that we're going in reverse in in the order of talking about the fights that happened so that was the main event Masvidal versus Usman 
the co-main event okay okay man it was a fantastic strawweight championship bout between Zhang Weili and Rose Namajunas so I was one of those people who always well not always but to me it was more logical to say that Zhang Weili being the champion at strawweight with such a uh, fantastic, uh, you know, record that she had to date. It, it would make sense for Zhang Weili to completely dominate over Rose Namajunas, who, you know, hadn't fought for such a long time. Like she had a relatively long layoff since her most recent fight at the time, you know. So it it made sense for people to bet on Zhang Weili. However, the MMA math never, almost never works out, as we've seen for ourselves many times through and through because Zhang Weili was knocked out cold by a leg kick to the head um, by Rose Namajunas and here we are and new celebrating Rose Namajunas as the new women's strawweight champion and mind you this is the second time that Rose has been able to gain the strawweight championship belt for herself which makes it even so much more special Ooh, uh, this girl has been has been through so much uh, for the past uh, couple of years since her loss uh, against Jessica Andrade, and which was the fight that she originally lost her strawweight belt in. Um, she suffered a very vicious injury to her neck. She took a long time off. Uh, she was still training though, but you know because you don't know if you're gonna be getting that that next shot to the title. When the when the opportunity comes, of course, like you have to take advantage of it. You have to use it. Like there's just so much pressure on you, but also no pressure if that makes sense. So you like you put all the pressure in the world on yourself to win this belt, to gain the victory and a championship belt against the champion. But like as the underdog, nobody really like even if you lose, we were like, yeah, okay, like she was. She wasn't the champion. She was still the underdog. So, like, whatever. She can move on. But to yourself, to be able to come back out there after so many years of layoff and, uh, you know, you having had that horrible experience of an of a uh, injury in your previous fight in which you already lost your belt and now here you are, you know, the opportunity is right there. You just have to go out there and, you know, reach and grab for it. It is right there. But nobody understands the pressure but you. That is my main point. And I feel like, you know, people coming into this fight, they were saying that, oh, yeah, like, even if Rose loses, like, no big deal. She can move on. However, inside of her own head, I can I can only tell you uh, you know, from my personal experience, like in, in another field, in, in, in like a non-sports related field, I can tell you that she was probably feeling all the pressure in the world to prove to herself that she is the best in the world. And that is indeed what we kind of like figured out that was inside her head all this time. Because when Bruce Buffer, the ring announcer, was announcing her name... Rose kept, kind of like she had this mantra, she kept repeating to herself, I am the best, I am the best, I am the best. She kept saying that under her breath. That just gives me goosebumps, man, because she talked the talk, and at the end of it, she walked the walk. She grabbed the belt, she is the champion once again, and that is a beautiful thing. 
Oh goodness. Okay, so um yeah, that was that was the <laughs> the surprise of the night, I should say, but not the only surprise of the night because um listen, so many other things. I wish we had more time to talk about all these things. But we have so many um nasty injuries on this card as well. So, I'm just going to quickly talk about the unfortunate leg break, the shin break, should I say? That happened to Chris Weidman, the former middleweight champion. So Chris Weidman in the very first round. Um, and this was, again, after him being laid off for so long. You know, training super hard, being in his best shape ever. And he comes out here trying to fight UFC veteran Uriah Hall. All is good. But in the 17th second of the first round, he's trying to check a leg kick. Ooh, and he breaks his leg. He snaps his leg his uh, shin in half and it is brutal and this gives me goosebumps because as diehard MMA fans we we have only seen the same scene once more in MMA history and that was in the fight that Chris Weidman himself had against the former champion um, Anderson Silva and his leg Silva's leg was snapped in half in the exact same manner. And a lot of people are saying, what is happening, you know, um, it's a karma, whatever. But no, it's just a game. It is the MMA game, the MMA math. And that's why this sport is just so beautiful. All right, y'all. Unfortunately, we are almost out of time. But uh, I love doing this episode with y'all. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Yeah.